I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. It's an honest and transparent origin story of my business right from infancy. Like most people who start a business, I don't have any experience starting one, so I don't know how this story ends. But I am grateful that you're joining me in my journey. You're listening to episode two. If you didn't hear episode one, you should probably start by listening to that one first. But to recap, previously on episode one, the pandemic had just hit North America. We were in lockdown. I had lost my job. And we had no idea what was happening with Sean's gigs. I don't know what's going to happen, but there are some other events. I think that they're they're wavering. I was supposed to go to to, uh, Phoenix too, right? So I think they have been messaging me and I think they are... I don't know what they're gonna do. But like they'll they'll sign contracts, so how does that work? They can just cancel it? As the eternal optimist, Sean didn't seem concerned about our financial future. But I'm naturally anxious and always jump to the worst case scenario. So I was definitely worried. Whenever Sean wants something from me and thinks I'll say no. He always starts out the exact same way. Okay, I have an idea. Just hear me out. Don't give me that face yet. Let me, let me, let me, let me pitch it to you. Okay. What? Okay. So. Oh God! What is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. So of course I have my guard up because he's about to try and convince me of something he clearly thinks I'm gonna disagree with. So I'm, I'm gonna give you a, a big primer to this. All right. Number one, when I was a kid. Um, uh, Sean starts off his pitch by telling me a story about him as a teen. Like most teens, Sean had acne that he was really self-conscious of. I would like take a little bit of my mom's like, I don't even know what it was, like foundation or whatever. And I would cover it up because my my acne was like so bad, right? And it was like shameful, right? (laughs) Because it's like... You used your mom's makeup? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what it was, right? It was shameful. I I did it in high school too. It was shameful. And that... Oh. Although Sean is describing a time where he was ashamed of using his mom's makeup, I've found tubes of concealer in his toiletries bag since we've been married. I found a tube in yeah. your, like, stuff, and I asked you well, what it was. Th- th- it was good that you didn't know that I was using it because... It I was... knew what it was. I just didn't understand why you had it. No, no, no. So, so I did that, right? Flash forward, obviously my skin, skin's getting a little bit better. Um... I've been reading reports that, like, in Asia, this has become, like, a big market, like, beauty for men or whatever, right? Like, makeup. Not makeup, but beauty, healthcare, et cetera, for men. Um, Where? Uh, in Asia. Like, it's, a, it's, it's fucking booming. Like, it's, it's, like, a huge business there, right? I know, like, now, there's, now, like, a huge, like, K-beauty thing. For women, I, I've never seen that. Yeah, for men, it's huge. I think in Asian cultures, it's huge there. So that's the first piece to it, okay? At this point... I already know what Sean's business idea is, but I let him continue. The second piece is that I believe that the way that this stuff is being sold to men, everything is like a really nice looking guy. He's like putting like butter on his face. The colors are bland. Like that's not what guys, like we don't know how to buy skincare products or 
beauty product. We call it beauty or whatever. For the longest time, the reason why I had so much acne is because when I went to, I remember going to Singapore and I used this fucking got to be glue that every brown guy would put in their hair. And I didn't realize that when I, when I would sweat in that got to be glue that was in my hair, it would drip down my face and it would cause my acne. I had no idea. <laughs> It's because of that got to be glue. I had no idea how to take care of my face, right? So all this to say is I believe that there is a massive market for this. So I don't, I, I don't know. That, that, that's it. So it's like a healthcare company for men that's actually finally marketed to men. And maybe it's marketed to guys like me. That guys are like straight. I mean, they don't have to be straight, but you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think? In truth, Sean's pitch was 20 minutes long. Is that your, is that your pitch? <laughs> uh, well, I'm giving you the primer. I mean, I, I'm, I'm giving you the Sean primer. Sean and I talk about a lot of random things, which occasionally includes spitballing business ideas. Until now, neither one of us has pitched an idea that the other really believed in. This time, though, I felt like Sean was onto something. A few years ago, we had some friends get married at a new hotel in the city. Since it was a new hotel, some friends of ours decided to rent a room just to check it out. I was hanging out in the room with them while they were getting ready, and I noticed that my friend's husband was touching up his sideburns with root touch-up. I guess he had some sporadic gray strands that he wanted to cover up. I didn't think anything of it, but it was the first time I realized that guys do more than just put gel in their hair to get ready. So you're uh going to start a business like this? No, we, we, no, no, we are going to start a business like this. We are going to start a business like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You when, and when in me. your whole pitch did I come into this? Well, we, we complement each other very well. I'm the wild. You're the, you're, you're the, you're the salt. You're the ground. What, right? salt? <laughs> yeah, what? You're the, you're the salt of the earth. Isn't that what people say? I don't know. This was the first time I've ever heard the phrase salt of the earth. And let's be real. If someone calls you salty, it's not a good thing. You're the salt of the earth, right? You're 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 grounded. You're 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 um, more practical. That being said, it turns out Sean was using the phrase correctly. I'm here saying let's get, you know, you know. You look at While Sean continued to explain to me why we would be great partners, I couldn't help but remember our past. You see, when Sean and I were graduating university. He had a job secured at an accounting firm. I also received an offer to work at the same firm. I got a university and I got an offer to work at Deloitte. You told me I wasn't allowed to because you did not want us working together in the same company. Now all of a sudden you want us to start a business together? I mean, I... I I'm, what changed? I, like, yeah, I don't I mean, get it. To give you a bit of history... Sean and I were high school sweethearts. We've known each other since we were 15, but we didn't start dating each other until our senior year. Long story short, the relationship didn't last. We were young and didn't understand how relationships worked. Our lives became melded as one, and we lost who we were, which ultimately resulted in us breaking up. A few years later, we rekindled our relationship, but only after we found ourselves again. So when it came down to working at the same firm, Sean rightfully feared that we would lose ourselves again if we worked in the same company. Now that we've been married for 10 years, maybe we could work well together. 
At least that's what Sean's trying to convince me of. I mean, I think, um, no, I think you would, I think you would shine. I think you would, I think for you to be running this, um, leading the ship, I think I've seen your skill set, right? Over the past decade, our career paths began the same way. We articled and studied to become CPAs. But as soon as we became designated, our career paths diverged. Sean became a strategy consultant, and he's always been really good at marketing. In fact, even though Sean had an accounting major in university, he entered a national marketing competition called Canada's Next Top Ad Exec and made it to top 10. I, on the other hand, completed another designation where I became certified at valuing companies, which basically means I told businesses how much they were worth. I always knew I wanted to get this designation, but not because I wanted to work as a professional. I actually thought that by learning what made businesses valuable, it would help me start my own business. The only issue was, I never had an idea I felt passionate about to execute. So maybe Sean was right. Maybe we did have complementary skill sets, and he recognized my leadership abilities. Yeah, I think, and I don't know anything about. I don't actually know anything about beauty. I don't know anything about. Okay, I know so that's guy, what it is. No, no, I <laughs> you don't know anything I, about the product. I know about. Yeah, I know about guys. I know about the market. I know about myself. I know what we like. I know nothing about the product, right? So I need you not only for your leadership but also for the product because I don't know the product, right? Even myself. I, I don't even know what the best products are you are, are that I should be using for my own for myself. So I think this should be a journey for for me <laughs> at least to learn. And I think I yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think I think it would be like yeah, I think it'd be fun. He has baited me. I am intrigued with the idea and believe it can work. But life is different now. We have a lot more to lose. We have kids together. We're each other's confidants, and as much as I'm getting enticed, I'm also fearful of what this could possibly do to us. Okay, so if we do this, first and foremost, our family has to be number one priority, right? Okay. So, like, if anything happens, I don't don't know what, but if this causes too many arguments with us or... Maybe you can't put in as much time because your other stuff's taking off. Like, I, I don't know. One of us is going to leave, <laughs> right? We're not both going to do this because our family has to be more important than this. And yeah, I mean, I, I think like you just have to yeah, be okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So you're okay if like, if anything happens, we have a conversation later that, like, one of us is going to have to exit. And that person most likely will be you. I don't think so. I think that might be you, actually. Okay, well, I'm the person without the job right now. <laughs> so, right now, in my head, it's you. But I'm I'm just thinking about, like, like I'm unstoppable, right? Like, I, I, I can work 24-7. Yes, and go. then there's going to come a point where I'm going to be upset with that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, and I'm the kids pa- are going to be upset I, with that. I, I'm and just saying, like, I can go. I can run. Let's go. Let's I get that, happen. but we can't, we can't be so naive about it either. No, 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 absolutely not. But no, I think we can do it together. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, if you're in, I mean, it's a preliminary conversation. Maybe we should sleep on it. But uh, yeah, if you're in. 
Let's do it. I'm still wary of working together, but Sean and I have worked through rough patches in the past, so if anything happens, I do have faith that we can get through it. But I'm still feeling uneasy. What is really bothering me? If I'm going to be truthful with myself, I guess what has me even more concerned is Sean's level of trust in my ability. And you, and, and, and I think it, this will be a great avenue for you to shine. And I think, I think for you to hold, to, to grab hold of this thing and really take it will be great. Like what I'm saying, I, I don't, you're the CEO. I'm saying you're, I've already, I came to you, have you before this conversation, you were nothing. Uh, uh, you weren't a CEO. Now you're a CEO of this new company. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think, you know, we're both founders, you're CEO. I'll do, I'll help out with, I'll do the marketing stuff. You run it at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I think, I think it'll be a great avenue for you. Right. And you will understand the product and you will understand all that. So I think it'll be great. Will it be great? I suppose that's the million dollar question. I've always been the type of person who becomes thrilled when people take a leap of faith in themselves. I can see the potential and possibilities in others. I believe in them. I get excited for them. It's probably why I've never missed an episode of America's Got Talent. But I've never had that same faith in myself. My path in life has been pretty linear. Get an education. Get a job. Get married. Have kids. The path is easy. It's predetermined as long as you follow the steps others have taken. It's predictable. Starting a business is the complete opposite to the life that I know. I'm having an uneasy feeling. I'm feeling both excited about working on this business, but also nervous about the uncertainty of it all. I've lived a life of certainty. It's safe, familiar. But nothing about this year feels safe or familiar. So maybe it is time I take a leap of faith in me. Coming up on our next episode of Thousand Miles. I've decided to make a podcast. So I tell my mom. I'm starting a podcast. What happened to your shampoo stuff? <laughs> it's not shampoo stuff, mom. <laughs> you keep jumping from place to place. It's no. It's... And that's all it took. One offhand comment calling me out and making me realize why I've been feeling insecure all along. To hear new episodes of Thousand Miles, go to dmsk.ca forward slash media. There's links to all the places you can listen to our podcast, as well as our Facebook page. I'm Deepa Masuria. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Deepa Masuria, all one word. And I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles. <laughs>